Big-time insurance defense attorney Charles Indevine calls the staff meeting together in his law firm's luxurious Century City conference room. Gentlemen, we have a little competition now, he holds up a document. It seems that our old friend Peter Sharp, the faith healer case lawyer, wants to do some defense work. He sent out some inquiry letters, and this one was received by one of our largest clients, Uniman Insurance. The junior partners see a smile on Indovine's face and sense that this amuses him, so they react in kind with sarcastic smirks. One of them offers a comment. So what? They'll never hire him. I hear he's a small-time jerk who practices off of a boat in the marina. Indovine disagrees. I don't know. He beat us on that baloney asbestosis case in the insurance industry's computer database shows that he's done a good job on some other matters of dubious merit. There might even be an outside chance that a client like Uniman Insurance might take a flyer on him just to keep us on our toes. Another associate comes up with an idea. Well, then let's beat everyone to it. We can farm out some of our stuff to them, like the losers. Indivine likes that suggestion. Good idea. We can give him the junk to defend. That'll keep our battery average up and give him a bad insurance defense track record from the get-go, so no other defense firm will ever want to hire him after he washes out from this building. Okay, Gary, what should we start with? I've got just a case for him. That slip and fall in the bank. The claimant landed on his side and broke two ribs. There were plenty of witnesses to the fact that the spilled coke on the floor was there for almost 20 minutes before the claimant came in. Everybody else saw it. Oh, okay, Gary. I'll, adver I'll advise the client that we have a chance to win this one because the claimant should have seen the dark-colored spill on the floor. Then we'll tell him that we're assigning it to Attorney Sharp and we'll let him take the blame for blowing it. <laughs> Susie St. Bernard has just entered my stateroom with a message in his mouth. Around here we refer to this as dog mail. So I remove the moist envelope, blot it dry, open it up, and find the letter that came in while I was away on vacation. It's from Indovine's insurance firm. Let's see. It says, Dear Mr. Sharp, it has come to our attention that you are desirous of doing some defense work and we would like to welcome you to the true side of justice <laughs> by offering to assign some cases to you. If you would like to associate with us, our client has authorized us to send you the file on a claim that we feel can be handled successfully. Please contact our office if you'd like to give it a try. Our current schedule allows for a rate of $100 per hour for pretrial work plus a minimum advance of $1,500 per file once you agree to appear as defense attorney of record, Charles Indovine. Hmm, this is encouraging. If I get some insurance defense work of my own outside of our firm, I'll be allowed to keep the whole fee and only pay the office for secretarial services. My deal with Melvin was that as long as I get the firm's work done, my time is my own to try to build up an independent private practice. I emailed into Veen's office and put me on the record, and then I'll get on that first case as soon as I get the file they've started on it. Now, to my surprise, it only took about an hour for a messenger to show up at the boat with a package containing a $1,500 check and the case file. So I might as well get to work.
Ah, saved by the bell, a phone call. It's my bitter ex-wife, Myra, a former district attorney prosecutor, calling, probably with another complaint about something I've said or done or anything bad that may have happened with a hundred yards of me. Ah, hello, sweetheart. To what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Don't sweetheart me, you idiot. My sources at the district attorney's office tell me that your picture turned up on some bank security tapes they are reviewing. Okay, honey, you caught me. I stopped off at the bank today. That's not against the law now, is it? You were there at about 2.15 this afternoon, weren't you? Yeah, sometime around then. Why? Because the bank was robbed shortly after you left. <laughs>